0: You're listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. It's great to be back again, getting a little bit more regular with the episodes, which I'm very excited to have quite a few awesome women booked in to come on the show So keep looking out for those episodes and today before we get to that I just wanted to give a little bit of an update and things that have happened since the last episode went out which was 136 with Lindsay Sawada from Setagaya Yoga Studio. She and I recorded an episode. We were talking about yoga, but we also went quite sort of not off the rails, but we went quite uh, deep into menopause. And since then, we had an in-person meeting in Tokyo, and we got to chat more about <laughs> menopause. It seems like it's all I talk about recently, but it's really been on my mind because I have just had like two weeks of feeling really not my best self. So. I just sort of thought, why am I putting up with this? And I kept hearing things around me, people actually taking action on this. And I thought, okay, let's not just hang around wishing this was better or thinking that perhaps you can just sort it out yourself. Why don't you actually go and get some help? So I actually took myself off to my gynecologist who is actually a young guy um we don't have many women doctors here in Fukushima, unfortunately. Um, and actually, he is the, the son of the doctor who I've gone to for years and years and years, who passed away recently. And anyway, so his son is now running the clinic. And this was my first time to interact with him. So I was <laughs> wondering how it was going to go. But I just thought, well, at least they have all of my history there of more than 12 years worth of medical history. Let's go there and the nurses are all the same nurses that I've known for the whole time I've been there and they're really lovely so surely they'll look after me anyway so I went there and told them all of my symptoms about the brain fog and the and the mood swings and things and they were like yes yes sort of nodded knowingly and then they the doctor said oh how about some kampo so kampo is chinese medicine And it's sort of the go-to, as uh, Lindsay and I mentioned in our last episode, for anything wrong with women in in Japan, basically. They're like, here, have some Chinese medicine. So I sort of said, "Mm, I would like to know what's going on with my hormone levels. Could I please have a blood test? So at this point, we are waiting for the results to come back. So I'll keep you posted. But it took kind of for me to say, actually, I'd like a blood test for it to happen. And once I said that, the doctor, he was like, oh, OK, sure. And grabbed the piece of paper and stuff. So he I guess potentially it was because he's kind of young and I'm one of the sort of long term clients of his father that he wasn't really too sure. Potentially, I don't know. Anyway, all I have to say is it pays to try and ask if you don't get what you want, Um Because it was an extra charge for the blood test. And I was completely happy to pay that because I want to know what's going on. And then he said, oh, yes, and let's check your thyroid hormones as well. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want. Um, I couldn't even remember the Japanese word for thyroid at the time. But when he said it, I, I recognized it. And I was like, yes, I want that too. So we will keep you posted on what's happening. And the reason I kind of wanted to talk about this in the podcast is just because we had such great feedback on the last episode. So many people reached out to me and said, thank you for recording that episode. Thank you for being so honest. Thank you for uh, bringing this conversation into the light. Let's not be in. Why are we so embarrassed to talk about this? So yeah, we, we may have a little bit of more menopause talk about this as we go forward. But if you're not quite at that stage yet and you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to that, I encourage you to because it pays and know what the signs are so that you can get help sooner rather than later. And I think that is really is a problem. That people go for a long time without actually getting things checked out and then that you wake up one day feeling com- like you're completely <laughs> losing your mind, but actually it's just that your hormones have walked out on you or something. So yeah, do get those sort of things checked up and, you know, there is help in Japan. So that's all on that. Let's get on with the episode. Today we have Paige Baldwin-Ando and Joe or Jordana Matsuda from The Creativity Cafe podcast on the show. I'm so excited to introduce them to you. You've probably heard them already separately on a different episode, but they are now collaborating on this really great new show, which I just love listening to. It's such a lovely, relaxing time to spend listening to them talking about creativity. So let's hear more from them. Let's hear about how they got into this, how they found each other as collaborative partners and... Yeah, what you can hear when you listen to their podcast, and what's coming up for them potentially in the future as well so i hope you enjoy the episode hello a and joe welcome back to the transformations with jane podcast great to have you back on the show today Hello. Hello. (laughs) We've got two guests today. So, yeah, let's see how we go with that. I have done two guests before, but usually it's just one. So, anyway, we'll be fine, I'm sure. So, for those listeners who don't know who Paige and Joe are, you can check out episode 125, uh, where Joe appears for the first time. We were talking about parenting in Japan. That was a fantastic episode as well, wasn't it, Joe? So much good stuff Very came out of that episode and just to feel a little less alone with this whole parenting journey in japan and then we had paige on episode 121 talking about her uh, business as a creative coach or creativity coach sorry get that's right yeah and now we've got you both on the show today so joe why don't you introduce yourself first
1: sure. um, i'm joe matsuda and i live in tokyo i've been in japan for about Ooh, 20 years not quite almost um and <laughs> I am an artist and illustrator
0: an artist and illustrator yes and a podcaster
1: and a podcaster yes I forget yep. about that
0: one these days yep 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 don't get that one <laughs> awesome and Paige why don't you introduce yourself
2: hello I'm Paige Baldwin Endo and I have been in Tokyo for yeah I'm coming up on my 20 year Japan anniversary. it's less than a month away
0: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I've been Awesome. So I'm your senpai by like one year. Yeah, which, that's nearly right. one year. Yeah. Right? Okay. Just so... you don't need to see whether we are on the food chain here. I, I like to call it the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every awesome.
2: day matters. Every day counts.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Japan anniversary was last year. i mean twentieth. Was last year. Yeah,
2: week, so yeah. Yeah. It's okay. it's really amazing how quickly it goes, but. I arrived during cherry blossom season and it's still fresh. Oh, did
0: you? You must have had like a really like sort of magical entry to Japan. It was. It was really amazing. Mine was awful because I came in August. (laughs) It was the middle of summer.
2: Welcome to the swamp.
0: Yeah. And I came from the middle of winter to the middle of summer. So it was like a, like a 30 degree change in temperature. I was not.
2: Oh my goodness. And I'd never
0: experienced over 30 degrees temperatures. Coming from New Zealand, it's not a thing, right? So
2: that must have been a rude, rude. It will. was rude.
0: Yeah, I was I was <laughs> really unimpressed.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yes, so I have been here about 20 years and mm. I uh, am a creativity coach and a writer. I work with people helping them to move past anything, stopping them from doing what they want to do creatively um, and to get what they want to do done and i'm a podcaster you're a podcaster excellent co-host joe we we do the creativity cafe together and it's so much fun
0: yeah so let's talk about that while we're here right so that's the reason why i want to have you on the show today together was to talk about this new podcast that you have and yeah just sort of how it came about and what what was the sort of catalyst for it coming into being and you know Like, really, how long did it actually take for you guys to get it out there? Let's hear the truth. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there who are thinking, I'd love to do a podcast like Jane does or like Joe and Paige do. And they, they discount themselves because they're not X, insert your limiting belief here. You know, I'm not good at talking. I'm not good at interviewing or, you know, I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't have anything to say all of those things are not actually true right and we need more voices of women especially like us and especially in japan i want to i want to hear more from our community of women we're doing amazing things here right and we're we're living this life in japan so so yeah who wants to tell me like how did this come about how did we get this brand new podcast Kind Do you want beige. to tell a story? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have to like like name names? Like, come on.
2: <laughs> well, well, so actually, it's interesting. Jordana and I live very close to one another mm-hmm. by Tokyo standards, but somehow we never met, never crossed paths until. No way.
0: Like, you didn't even bump into each other at the 7 Eleven or like. But I recall.
2: Who's mm-hmm. that we other don't foreign live that lady? we not to each other. But by Tokyo standards, it's like we might as well be next door neighbors. We live about yeah. what, 20 minutes so, away.
1: 20, <laughs> 20 minutes, yeah. Walk, bike, uh-huh. car, bike, by bike, bicycle. Yeah. By bicycle. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and you know, we, we go to many of the same places, but somehow we just never knew each other until our mutual friend, Joe Ebisujima introduced mm. us. Um, and that was because last year or the year before, was it 2021? There was yeah. this app called Clubhouse. Right. That suddenly,
0: yes, clubhouse, that thing. Yeah. It was
2: kind of like this live radio Mm. kind of thing, right? Where people could come and listen and then they could participate. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Jordana and Joe and I had a little uh, weekly clubhouse show called the Creativity Cafe where we would sit and chat about creativity related things. And it was super fun. And we had a great time. We did it every Friday at a certain time. I don't remember what time, but it was really fun. And then at a certain point we realized Clubhouse was kind of slowly as fast as it had boomed, mm. it was it was <laughs> withering away. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah. It had its it
0: had its many 15 people, seconds. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There just weren't many people coming. But mm-hmm. not only that, we realized that we were having these amazing conversations and then they would just kind of float off into the ether mm. and be gone. So we thought, well, why not have a podcast Mm. instead where we can Mm. record these things and people can listen and we can share them and we can have, you know, something to hold on to, look back on. Um, So we decided to do that. And then. Mm. (laughs) And (laughs) then. And
0: then. Life happens, right? (laughs) It quickly
2: became a little overwhelming. There's a lot to learn. Mm. You know, there's a lot of stuff that just, just felt like a steep learning curve. Um, all kinds of things just kind of didn't quite gel at the right time, and so it took what
1: a year or so. It's about a year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We kept like saying, "Oh, how about the podcast?" And it would always come up in conversation, like, "What should we do about the podcast?" And then it kind of went dead for a while, didn't it? Yes, it was. There was nothing. And I think we yeah we'd overwhelmed ourselves. What was it? Wanted... Yeah,
0: tell me about that overwhelm because that is what I hear a lot. right? Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stuck. The yeah. overwhelm is more like there's just too many, too many things yeah. to decide, and then I get worn out, and then I can't keep moving. What was it for yeah. you guys? Was it something like that, or
1: I think both Paige and I have a tendency to over research things.
2: Mm. So, and mm-hmm.
1: I think when it is, you know, once you deep dive into the world of podcasting and how to make one. There's so much information. There is. Um, So, you know, and there's so many apps and this and that and the other you could use. Like, how do you decide Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the best or, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's what kind of stopped us because we wanted it to sound really good and we wanted to make it as easy as possible. And there's so many things we wanted to do, but each Think felt like a bit of a mountain, didn't it, Paige?
2: Yes, we yeah. had these long conversations via text about what about this app? What a- the- <laughs> <laughs> you know? What but what about this drawback? Oh yeah, what maybe we don't want that? You know, it was just this long, you know, overwhelming mm-hmm. conversation about. You know, eventually about the details. Right. Mm, mm. Then eventually it was like, let's just do it. Let's just do something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything. We'll just do it and see what happens. And Mm. that's what we did. And Mm -hmm. then (laughs) I did a bunch of research. I read probably three books cover to cover about podcasts
0: no way three <laughs> books oh
2: my goodness that is my way I am a researcher right, right.
0: you love to you research know. yeah and yeah. then and so over research and get actually, sort of yeah.
2: three was me being quite like you know, like you know holding myself back <laughs> <If> I <really laughs> want to mean mean more read, I can read half a dozen to a dozen books on that topic mm. like that's my way so three was actually pretty good <laughs> <laughs> But I did. Oh, and then so we talked about like how can how we wanted to structure it mm-hmm. because often you know what Jordana and I have a language in common because we've worked together before, but I talk a lot in my coaching about um containers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And having a container and a structure can really help boost your creative flow and output because it gives you something to pour into, right? Mm-hmm. Creative mm-hmm. fluid mm-hmm. when you have a container. It will hold whatever you want to put in it. So the structure of our podcast has become that container into which we pour the the conversation, the creativity that we have, and I think that has really helped. Don't you think, Jordana? Having that structure in place for us, yeah, it's so much easier to just do the thing, and we don't have to every time have to reinvent.
0: The whole we, thing every episode yeah yeah yeah, it's like, yeah. just follow <laughs> yeah. the plan yeah and put your creativity into yeah how that looks for each episode based on your plan right yeah exactly. yeah that's yeah. An awesome one yeah so having that sort of structure that takes away some of that overwhelm and makes it easier for you to create each episode yeah that's fantastic so yeah i can see how You can get very, very overwhelmed in the details of starting a podcast and you've still not created anything and you're overwhelmed and you've just done nothing in the end, right? You've researched, (laughs) researched, researched yourself to a standstill and you've got like 10 podcast hosts and you still don't know which one to use. You've, You've looked at all the prices and how much each one costs and how much sort of how much you can upload each month and all of this compared them exactly. all and you still yeah. haven't chosen which host you're going to use to get your podcast out there and that's just one thing right then you've got to edit it then you've got to find some intro music and uh yeah it's really really overwhelming and that's that is the probably the top reason when people don't start so yeah if that's you and you're like oh yeah yeah we're at that point please just reach out to me because i have a magical pdf which i send to anybody who wants it and that's just got a list of all my recommended things in there like just use this podcast host like seriously you'll be good if you use this one or just use this editing software or this thing to help you market your podcast so yeah please just reach out to me i I send it out all the time to people, no strings attached. I really just want to have more podcasts about Japan and from women out there speaking. So love to help in that way if I can. Right, so you guys got through the overwhelm. I took yes. a year, right?
2: Yeah, it did. Yeah, it took about a year, didn't it? Yeah. It did. And then but then once the ball was rolling, we started to just have so much fun. We are also Mm. so passionate about women's voices and hearing from women Mm -hmm. and getting especially to hear about their creative journeys and then their creative work. And once we started we we started to like get a taste of it, we were so excited and really on a roll.
1: (laughs) Wouldn't you say, Jornana? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Because it is once, you know, for us, once we start talking to other women about their work it's just you know it's so engaging and it's so like uplifting that it's you know we look forward to each one it doesn't feel overwhelming anymore um we went back to basics with the planning we've you know found lots of wonderful women to talk to and yeah it's been so fulfilling so far hey Paige (laughs) (laughs) yeah it really has. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Once you and got it, yeah, you got through that and now you're you're just leaning forward, right? Just keeping yes, going. Yeah. Yes, awesome. Yeah. So what do you talk about on the podcast show that would be interesting to listeners of Transmasons with Jane Podcast?
1: I think the things that for me anyway, I always come away with which I find really interesting, is like how the person initially found their creativity like some people it was from childhood some people it was from you know in their 30s or 40s like mm-hmm. everyone has a point where they kind of realized oh this is what i want to do so mm-hmm. i really love hearing that part of the story mm-hmm. yeah how about you page what, what, what which bit for you yeah i mean what
2: i think is so exciting about it is like we we're talking to women from around the world right mm-hmm all different cultural backgrounds and all different experiences and they're they're using all different media to express themselves creatively and so to hear that diversity of voices is really exciting to me but then even when like the surface looks so different right someone is speaking about their creativity from Saudi Arabia or Australia or Estonia or wherever There's still underneath it this core human excitement and engagement and joy and love that comes to the experience of tapping into our creativity. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: I find that endlessly fascinating and endlessly exciting. I I don't I cannot get enough of it (laughs) 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 I just want to talk to everybody about their creative work and like Mm. and why it matters to them and how Mm. it expresses how it manifests for them Mm -hmm. I find that so
0: exciting and engaging there you go love Mm -hmm. it so you two have been collaborating on this together how's that worked like often people Sort of feel like, oh, I want to do this by myself because I don't want to have to work with somebody else, and you know they'll just slow me down. And, and what if they don't do it like how I want it done? You know, sounding familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be tricky to get into collaborations with other people. Oh, how yeah. did you know that you guys were going to work out well together?
2: Well, I will say that I have historically been a lone wolf myself mm-hmm. i really preferred to do things alone that's been my way like most of my life i have you know my mother will say well you were, you were always so independent you know oh, and me that, too Yeah, thing. so
0: i got that a yeah. lot yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> so i would often think like well i have to do it by myself because of a lot of the things you said like i want it to be up to my standards i don't want to have any tension or weirdness with someone you know but i think you know with jordana in particular one piece is that we get along so well Mm -hmm. we understand each other we have a very strong foundation of trust in our friendship Mm -hmm. that we built Mm -hmm. before we started to do this project together Mm -hmm. and kind of you know it started we we didn't know each other before we were doing the clubhouse thing so it did start in collaboration anyway (laughs) But then we had this, this little year, this interlude where we were building up the strength of our friendship and our trust in each other. And I can say without any hesitation that there is no way I could do this without her that, you know, Mm -hmm. I am so grateful for our collaboration because she makes me better, you know, and our work together is better than anything we could produce individually And that's because our gifts are kind of complementary to each other, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And because we have that foundation of trust and respect and um, kindness and compassion Mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, for me anyway, and and I feel this from you too, Jordana, like there is this assumption as we come into every conversation that um, we are on each other's side. You know, we're not in any kind of battle or competition there's nothing like that we are on the same team Mm. so there's nothing that can get in our way really because we if there's a problem we're facing it together that's how it feels to me Mm. how
1: about you Jordana yeah definitely I think because because we do trust each other like as friends and we know how we both work individually Like that trust in each other's judgment. There's no, we're not questioning each other. Like, well, why would you do that? You know, there's no (laughs) kind of judgment within the decisions we make. Like we trust, like if Paige says, oh, why don't we try this? I'm completely open to it because I know that she wouldn't suggest something unless it was something she really wanted to do or she thought Mm -hmm. was a good idea. And Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like Paige said, that fundamental trust and within our friendship, I think, has made the collaboration Really, really good for both of us because, yeah, I I wouldn't be doing this if Paige wasn't doing it, <laughs> like Aww, because yeah. I wouldn't have. Oh, Paige is just a wonderful, wonderful speaker. <laughs> um You know, she brings that energy to the way she speaks, which I think really lends itself to the podcast so well. um And we both, you know, our skills, like Paige was saying, we just complement each other so have different skill sets we bring to it which i think makes it makes it a fun podcast and also makes it fun to do to me you know to make and organize and
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah good way and to spend your time yeah yes definitely <laughs> yeah yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah if you're gonna spend your time collaborating yeah collaborate with someone yeah. who it's gonna be yeah that some of the two parts is greater than the no what is it some of the whole no tell me how um that's <laughs> The you know what i'm talking about two heads are better than one yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go that we'll take that one. Oh my god
2: one of the things i love too is that as we're having these conversations very often jordana will ask a question that i would never have thought of mm. and then that leads to a whole other branch of conversation that i find really interesting mm-hmm. that i wouldn't have uh, ever thought to follow you know right. I would, and and that leads to this richness mm-hmm. you know when you're in a three-person conversation, there is a different level of nuance and complexity that comes. Mm. Um, And I really love that aspect of it. Like to Mm -hmm. bring um, that into every conversation creates, yeah, just more depth. And I love depth. Mm. That's my thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think it's good. You guys obviously seem to have had that little test run with doing the uh, clubhouse, right? So it was sort of like low level i don't mean you what you're doing was low level but there was not a lot of risk involved right so low stakes, for sure. no yeah. stakes that's the word i'm looking for thank yeah. you seriously my menopause brain is not <laughs> helping me today low stakes of the clubhouse it disappears after you've finished right there's nothing sort of left from it or at least there probably wasn't when you guys were using it at the start right there was no way to record the clubhouse and so you you were able to see oh this one's a good egg yeah she's a good good one to work with trustworthy always shows up on time you know is always conscientious reliable and then you were able to move on to this next project together with that little test that you had you know at the start with working on the clubhouse so i think that's a really good way to potentially find that collaboration person you know if you're thinking oh, i'd love to collaborate with someone but who i don't have an obvious person maybe do a few tests and see with these sort of low low risk type activities and see who who is fun to work with you know who you look forward to working with and then go further with that person because yeah i also have a collaborative partner who i work with on my other podcast channels in Japan podcast Catherine o'connell and we have so much fun together so, like, how is it so much fun to do, to work on a project together and not be like, oh, for God's sake, she hasn't submitted her stuff yet, you know, or whatever it is, you know, we're, we're, yeah, just, yeah. we're just, we're both in the same zone. Our specialty is very different, but just what we need for this project is very similar to what you guys have going on as well. So, I, like, I totally get you having that kind of podcast bestie, or in this case, it's a podcast, right? It could be whatever it is that you're doing. So, I wish this for more people is what I want to say yeah I wish this kind of collaborative relationship for more people because we are lacking connections these days in this world that we currently live in in particularly in Japan right we're lacking in you know enough connections to help our level of happiness basically that's what we need as humans so yeah having a collaborative partner is really really great so that would be our that would be my tip if you're looking for one is a little test do they have the same kind of values and you know way of treating people that you do do they value the you know if you value being on time do they also value being on time because if they don't it's going to become a problem down the line right mm-hmm. if they think that um, deadlines are completely negotiable and and whatever potentially <laughs> not your collaboration partner if you value getting things done you know on time or whatever that's just my little one there that would be pet peeve anything else you want to add to that tips for
1: finding a collaborative partner i think, I think it's oh go ahead joe i was gonna say i think finding someone that has like opposite skills than you <laughs> mm-hmm. is always is also good because like Paige was that uh, didn't feel comfortable with doing the tech but i was like okay i can do that i'm happy to do all the like editing and recording mm. and that side of stuff mm. whereas I don't feel so comfortable with writing or doing the social media or what have you so we both found work that we were happy to do felt comfortable confident to do um, which complemented each other so I think mm. that's really important Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not both fighting yeah, yeah. over I'm not do that. Yeah. stepping on each other's toes all the time exactly. eh? right yeah, you've got yeah.
0: your bits and you're happy to trust each other's judgment yep. with those yeah exactly yeah, yeah but, and it's not like you can't contribute something yeah, to yeah, the writing yeah. if you wanted to but you also exactly. don't have to worry about nailing the writing yeah. when that's not yeah. your thing yeah
1: yeah having those defined roles i think has really helped mm-hmm. with you know the running of it mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm yeah yep. yeah, that's a good one. Anything else you mm-hmm. want to say, Paige?
2: Yeah, just to add to that. like it is it's clear what we each are doing. like mm-hmm. that the the sound is going to be Jordana. You know, the yep. writing piece is going to be me. And like to have that clarity really helps because, um there's just a sense of responsibility. This is my responsibility mm-hmm. and not in a heavy way, but like i I'm doing this for us. You know, I'm contributing to us, Mm. and she's upholding her end, and I'm upholding my end, and it feels good to do it together. And the other thing I would say is like, um, to find someone who has the same or similar level of passion or enjoyment of the topic,
0: right? Mm -hmm.
2: wanting to explore in your podcast, you know, both Jordana and I are Really excited by the topic of creativity, and could talk about it pretty much nonstop forever without getting tired of it. <laughs> ah,
0: that's a good, really, <laughs> really good point. That really good point because <laughs> I couldn't join you. I mean, I couldn't be. You know, you're a <laughs> co-host page. Sorry, like, don't think I could bring it for that many episodes on creativity because it's not my not my thing. But it's your thing, right? Yeah, so you found right. someone who loves the topic as much as you do. In this case, we're talking about a podcast. Could be something else, right? It could be Mm. whatever, cooking or something. I don't know. Someone who loves the topic as much as you do. Great point, that one. Yeah. It Mm. just makes for this
2: expansiveness, you know, Mm. where there's more and more and more to explore and discover and talk about. And yeah, we get to these depths that I think are exciting because we're playing off of each other Mm -hmm. with it and we're sensing the other ones excitement and enjoyment you Mm. know and that builds our own
0: yeah yeah and i can see that you know this is potentially not just going to be a podcast in the future it could be something else comes from it and you don't even know what that is yet or maybe you do um and you just haven't told us but (laughs) like (laughs) this, this sort of you know this this collaboration would lead to other things i feel and maybe it's a book maybe it's a um, exhibition i'm not sure but I just see so many potential things, and or getting everybody together in real life, and you know, what could happen next. The sky's the limit. With when you start off with a podcast or whatever collaboration it is that you start off with, it's not necessarily the the end of the end goal, right? It, okay. it does keep evolving, and it's great when you have someone who can sort of challenge you. But oh, why don't we try making a book from our mm-hmm. podcast? Like that—that's kind of a sort of a a pretty obvious next step that a lot of people do right they they create a book from their episodes or something but if you're just one person you might not try that because who am i i'm not an author or you know whatever so together you can sort of like you said spur each other on lift each other up, give each other confidence to try something and and see how it goes and who knows what you'll be doing next right so Mm -hmm. yeah keep your eyes open for those opportunities yeah yeah from yeah. this collaboration that started off as a podcast yeah mm-hmm. what what are you seeing anything popping up for you that you want to want to tell me about yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think there are also one of the real benefits of collaboration is that
2: in any creative endeavor there are moments where you falter right there are moments where you're just oh
0: yeah you. right yeah
2: like, i can't do this next time um, yeah i want to or whatever but when you have this other person there who you trust and who you feel comfortable with telling you, hey, look, we've got this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Or when you're faltering, I'm going to carry it a little bit for a while. And then when I falter, you can carry it a little bit more. You know, like that really helps yeah. to, you know, create a sense of security in yep. it and mm-hmm. also to maintain the momentum, even when you're tired, because mm. fatigue will happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You're <laughs> not going to the- love your podcast every day of the week. There's, or yeah, you're going to have times when you're, over it. Yep. Mm. No need to give <laughs> up on it though, right? the other person being yeah. there really yeah. helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you sidestepped my question there. What's coming next? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Was that intentional or not? No. I'm just see, like, <laughs> off, like, just when we've been discussing it now, even maybe something popped mm. up for you. Just, let's just speak those things into existence. What What's coming up for you is like, Okay, you're doing a podcast now, but what what could happen next?
1: Yeah, as a collaboration, not like we're just uh, we're doing the just the podcast, really. What I don't care. do we have anything else, Paige? We haven't
2: discussed it, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, uh, we haven't discussed we haven't
1: it. Thought about it's anything? An really, interesting,
2: but it is mm. it's like
1: very yes do together yeah. because, because I'm I- seeing like just off the top of my
0: head, I'm seeing like a exhibition, I'm seeing a book, I'm seeing. Live events, like all of these things, I can cut, see coming from this if you wanted to, right? In the future, I think
2: yeah. live events would be very fun. You know, yeah.
0: what, what would you like to do if that was a little a... I'm
2: imagining, you know, sometimes you'll see a podcast recording that's uh in an auditorium or, you know, in a place where people are watching live, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> um, okay. That just yeah. just
1: fills me with fear. I'm like, oh, uh, Joe's God. like, hello. <laughs> 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 or, or uh,
0: like another kind of live event where your guests and your listeners get together and you do something or maybe yeah. it's a retreat creativity retreat mm-hmm. well, you I know, bring something. your
1: pencils bring your pencils and paints <laughs> <laughs> I think Paige would love to do that wouldn't you I would I really yeah. would yes okay
0: well I've got locations for that if you want to come okay, up to Fukushima, I can set you up with a location for that.
1: So <laughs>
0: that's that big thing taken off the list, right? That that's one thing that stops people from doing retreats in Japan, particularly, is I don't have a location. Yeah, yes, that's where would sure. I go? It's all in Japanese. I don't want to have to negotiate with anyone. Like literally, yeah. I can just introduce you to.
2: Oh, thank your you. Car. that
0: would be very welcoming to you.
2: Mm. But you. it's in
0: Fukushima. Yeah. Anyway, but it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Getting well,
2: that here. would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I do yeah. think retreats are. Just in my own experience, retreats that I've been on have been so fruitful and yeah, so right? fun and such a great bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about earlier the connections that we could really all use more of, no matter how yep. many we have. you know, We could really use more deep, mm. um, sustained, meaningful connections. You know, especially because life in Japan, life everywhere, but I can speak for Japan because it's where my life is, mm. is so busy, yeah. you know, and there's so much going on all the time and we don't really have the opportunity to meet up with people and, and have conversations for longer than maybe an hour or two at mm. best, yeah. a lot of the time. But spending a weekend away doing something together is so bonding and mm-hmm. so beautiful as an experience i've been on several writers retreats um here in japan mm-hmm. and they have just been they've sparked some of my most valuable most beloved friendships mm-hmm. and they're also yeah. great ways to really um deepen your own creative practice whatever it is mm-hmm. during that time you get to spend a focused amount of time and energy on it and that's really amazing so yeah. i would love to do retreats
0: yeah there you go how about you joe anything coming up for you that you're obviously not keen for the the, the live recording on stage
1: <laughs> like this is my like, page <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this last two year, i was been talking to different friends recently and like, the last two years for me have been a real and maybe similar for Paige as well really has really been a huge curve of trying to get out come out of my shell like i i am an introvert and i don't know i feel like since i became a mom i'm even more of an introvert like um yeah because kids kids like deplete your your
0: people facing energy right like like no yeah yeah nothing (laughs) for
1: other people left (laughs) exactly and i feel like you know i for i can only speak for tokyo life but there is a like image of what, like what a mum should be or a, mm. you know a mum mm. and I, I I know I always struggle with that so it's easy just to stay away whether that be an expat kind of world or in the Japanese facing world like mm-hmm. so I've really struggled with that but that's one thing that I've realised over the last couple of years is I've made so many new friends in unexpected places that it's given me that the joy of that friendship has given me the energy to okay let, I'm just gonna go and see <laughs> because you mm-hmm. never know who you're mm-hmm. going to meet. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if I would said no when Jerry Busujima had asked me that time I never would have met Paige and like this would never be that's
0: right here yeah. today.
1: And so that's really like my biggest thing that I'm proud of over the last two years is mm-hmm being able to just try <laughs> yeah. um, even though yeah yeah i think with jane as well we had that kind of conversation as well like putting ourselves out there when well, i think when we met up a, a few weeks ago you know going walking into that room and knowing you don't know anybody that's just, yeah. just one of my yeah. biggest fears so you know when i think about a retreat and my initial reaction is like oh i don't know <laughs> but oh, then i'm like, interesting yeah, yeah. Like the retreat. Even like though Paige would be, I'd like, still be like, oh, could I do it? Um, By the think... end
0: of it, you'd be like the the one partying. Yeah. Oh,
1: do I have to go home now? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So mm. I think a lot of I don't know why I, I can't say a lot of people, but a retreat can sometimes feel like a lot. But I also think, like Paige said, the people you meet, you're probably gonna get that connection with mm. them. Hey. Um, yeah, also I think interest. a
0: retreat created by an introvert means that there's lots of alone time factored yeah, into the yeah. retreat, right? So you're not always on in mm. everyone's faces all the time. So we'll, yeah. we'll keep that in mind for this um future retreat. Yeah. It's gonna have yeah. a lot of Um, Decompression time For people to go and journal Or sleep or whatever So they can really enjoy that together time And you know how Mm. I got to meet you For the first time in person recently And we Mm. sat there for ages talking And I'd been talking with Lindsay For a good hour or so before you arrived And then I went on to another social function After that so I was like out. I was talking to people from like 1pm to 9pm so 8 hours straight and I came out of that on a like buzzing high. And this oh, really? is that this is an <laughs> in like a massive introvert here. It took me ages to calm down and go to sleep because, and it was just because of the people I was with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really important part of it for us introverted people, I feel. But of course, I did have like a day or two of recovery <laughs> after I got home. <laughs> but it see? wasn't like I'm so, I'm so drained because of all of the awful having to be out in public kind ofness. It was like, I'm drained because I had such a great time, yeah. and and I connected with some really fantastic people. So, yeah, and if you have more experiences like that, then it becomes a more of a positive thing rather than a thing you yeah. dread. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to meet some amazing people. It's going to be a good time, and yeah, I'll more, I'll recover yeah. later. You schedule in that day off afterwards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah it's planning, isn't it? And mm. I think just knowing that you could meet some amazing people. For me now is enough of a mm. motivation to try for
0: sure. Give you give yeah. it a go, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a muscle though, right? Like, it is. Yes. It's such a muscle that I didn't have a few years ago, and now I'm yeah. increasingly do still working on it. Still yeah. only only lifting <laughs> a few pounds here, but it's, I'm getting better, much better than the three four year ago me would have had a heart attack thinking about what I was about to do like last week. You know, go to yeah. these social functions alone. And just rocked in there. Hey, oh, you know, oh, look, that's you. Yeah, okay, hi. <laughs> I'm me. Hi, you. I'm me. And then off we went. You know, <laughs> that's literally what it was. <laughs> oh, One of dear. the things that
2: really helps me, as also mm. a massive introvert in social functions. So, in- see,
0: I thought you weren't patron. I'm sorry. I'm, you are an introvert, right? Sorry. Oh, yes. Really Welcome. Helped. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. I really <laughs> <are mine>. generally. <laughs> yeah.
2: For a ton of alone time and I read and I write and like that's yeah. my thing. Right? Um, so it is a little harder for me to get up the gumption sometimes to mm-hmm. just go and be in groups of people. But what helps me a lot, especially here in Japan, is remembering like if I especially if I'm going to be in a, a group of people that includes a lot of foreigners, mm-hmm. anybody who is here in Japan as a foreigner is somebody with a lot of boldness and a lot of courage and a lot of nerve and a, like a very likely an interesting person. Mm. It's very likely something that I'm going to find that I appreciate
1: wow, about anybody
2: yeah. who picked up their life and moved it mm-hmm. <laughs> to this very Had the
0: gumption place. to do that. Yeah. Mm. It's
2: not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And all of us who've done that are brave and all of us who've done that have something in us that is that kind of propelled us into a different kind of life than what we may have grown up expecting of ourselves or what other people may have expected of us it's I think we're a self selecting interesting group of people you know, there when,
0: you go When yeah. I go
2: into a situation like that I, I just think these are my people right these are mine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. these are also the people who were like you know what I'm gonna go live in this country on the other side of the world see what happens you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> and within that sub that group, there's a subgroup of people who are here to make the most of it. Right. And those particularly are the people we're looking for. I think, yeah, are
2: our mm-hmm. people, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. when you've been here a couple of decades or so yeah. <laughs> decade, you know, however long, but if you've devoted your life to being here, there is something different in this mm-hmm. blending of cultures that is necessary for you mm-hmm. to
0: be able to do. Successful right. here, yeah.
2: The, the adaptability that you need to bring to that situation, the open-mindedness, mm-hmm. the willingness mm-hmm. to look stupid on a daily basis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. like mm. it's it's not everybody who can do that kind of thing, and mm. you're doing it every day.
0: Yeah, that group does self-select, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you're probably not here after twenty years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're probably listening to this podcast if you've been here about around about that time i would say um i think there's a lot of us who have been here about 20 years and yeah i think that tends to be the kind of listeners who are enjoying listening to the transformations with jane podcast as we go into our fifth year here on the show yeah amazing right and yes. the reason I started this podcast in the first place was exactly to have the kind of conversation. I'm going to cry. That I'm having I told you we we're going to be on a roller coaster today. We've had the high. <laughs> now we've got the tears. But you know, to have this conversation and to to know each other more, and yes. know that we're not alone, and to have fun and enjoy this life that we have in Japan, which is amazing. When it's yeah. not really frustrating, it's amazing, <laughs> right? Braided <So. laughs> together. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right? and that's what makes it so rewarding, right? If it was easy, right? If it was easy, we'd all be doing it, as they say. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Mm. it's definitely not easy. Mm. But then you have these moments of like the payoff, like you're talking about, right, where you mm-hmm. get to experience something that just blows your mind, even though you've been here this long, yeah. you know?
0: what's that moment have you got one that like i can't believe i'm doing this moment in japan have you got one of those so many i'm just putting you on the spot here like this sort of thing like (laughs) i would never get to do this if i was in my own country moment like last week i met the minister of foreign affairs from new zealand who is an amazing powerful woman and i was like i wouldn't get to meet her if i was in new zealand nor would i ever get yeah, to just definitely. like chat with her give her my business card tell her about my podcast she looked at it and she laughed and she was like oh that's totally like a podcast for new zealanders and like, this is my other podcast the jandals one jandals in japan um yeah so that was just last week right i was mm-hmm. like only yeah. in japan moment how about you guys have you got like a
2: and Just so many, like around? for me, there's so many daily moments where daily I'm, moments wow, daily moments where I'm like, What is happening? I'm not sure, or like <laughs> you know, going to my children's school and I'm thinking, like I I don't really understand what's going on, even what though could my happen next, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, you know, I'll yeah. have these moments of like, What is this? Yeah, yeah, you know? and mm-hmm. to me those moments of like, well, I've never seen that before, or I've never experienced this exact thing before. Mm-hmm. Or, here's a food I've never tasted, or here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Like last week, Jordana and I were talking and she taught me a new word in Japanese that I'd never heard before. Like those things happen every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those moments of discovery that I wouldn't have if I was living in the U.S., mm-hmm. like my, mm-hmm. the source of my joy was going to Target or like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like then it's just yeah. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like the life that I get to live mm-hmm. is a life of daily discovery and a life mm-hmm. of daily surprise mm-hmm. and a life of daily putting myself out there and possibly being wrong, you know, possibly mm-hmm. doing, making a mistake, possibly, mm-hmm. you know, being told that the way I said something was like, mm, a little weird, mom, you know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> increasingly a daily occurrence yes yes
2: yeah. <laughs> in the U.S. I would have a handle on things in a different way I would know
1: mm-hmm.
2: what mm-hmm. was happening in my life and what was coming next and there would be more predictability mm-hmm. and I I I love I will say the daily unpredictability that I get to experience even after having been here for such a long time
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how about you Joe? what's yeah. your like Ah, oh, this wouldn't happen to me if it wasn't in Japan yeah, um, I think... In a good way. Um, yeah. <laughs> in a
1: good way. <laughs> um, for me, the two things that I, I really love that I wouldn't experience if I was still in Kent in England is, like, just being able to, like, ride my bike around at night time and enjoy, like, the kind of busyness but quietness of Tokyo. Like, I really love that sense of freedom that I get on my bike and I'm just by myself and just enjoying the vibe of like especially in the springtime like oh the spring, yeah this time of yeah. year i just love just sitting out on my balcony last night was a full moon just sitting out my balcony and i would never do that in england you know i'd just be watching tv or something cuz i don't really watch tv here and also i just love the seasons like i love yeah. springtime food <laughs> i love autumn mm. time food and that appreciation and it's so Japanese like I think you yeah. all remember you're pretty like, much Japanese now yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I remember like my students used to say to me when I first came here like Japan has four seasons you know yeah, I was like because like... like in England we do too I'm like uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh and I didn't yeah. really get the importance of it I'm like yeah okay and you enjoyed and... all of them <laughs> but now I'm yeah. like yeah <laughs> but now I'm like oh it's springtime I can enjoy like like yeah 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 good of flavored food and you know you know the simple joy of like having a picnic you know Mm. under the cherry blossom tree Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i guess enjoying the simple simple but different things that i grew up with Mm -hmm. yeah i really love that Mm. yeah
0: yeah yesterday was it yesterday i went to put the rubbish out it's almost every day of the week that you have to push the rubbish out but anyway Mm. the trash um And I was coming back inside and I spotted my neighbor. So I said, Oh, hi, Oguzaimasu, as you do. And then I had the thought, wow, I live somewhere where I have to say Oh, hi, Oguzaimasu to (laughs) people. And I was like, When did that, you know, like, oh my God, I live in Japan, you know, like it's like you forget, right? And then something really mundane, like saying good morning to someone in Japanese. It's like, This is my life. I say good morning to people in Japanese. (laughs) Yeah. Those moments just happen,
2: you know, suddenly. Oh, right. You kind of like have this moment of waking
0: up for a second. Mm I'm like, oh, mm -hmm.
2: here I am. I'm in Japan. I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. It 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 was really weird. I mean, I do it every day, but it was just that day or yesterday or the day before. I was like, oh, I live in Japan. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah well i think that is a good place to uh finish up there for our episode it has been really wonderful to connect with you to hear more about how your podcast came into being we'll put some links in the show notes so that you can go over make sure you subscribe and or it's called actually called follow follow the show so that you get every episode downloaded you don't have to search for it every time and uh, become a follower of the creativity cafe podcast a lovely what did i say to you it's been we were supposed to record this ages ago but it didn't happen for various reasons and then i had something i really wanted to say which was it feels like when you're listening to the show it feels like being wrapped in a big fluffy blanket and all snuggled up on the sofa listening to friends talking that's what it feels like when you're listening to the show So if you are in need of that, and I think we're all in need of that, you know, a bit of time out, grab yourself a fluffy blanket, preferably a really ugly one. One of those ugly, fluffy, what are those Morfu blankets? Everybody in Japan has one, at least one. Wrap yourself up in that and lie down on the sofa and listen to uh, Joe and Paige and their wonderful guests talking about creativity. And maybe you'll be inspired to create a collaboration or a new connection in your life too. So thank you so much for being on the show today, ladies. I will look forward to following your progress.
1: Thank you, Jane. Thank you very much, Jane.